0: Everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 18th, 2019. Preakness Day back in Baltimore. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is the new countercard culture. Deferral gratification. Avoid mediocrity. Conviction, baby. Have that conviction. All right. Check out yesterday's show, This Week in Bitcoin, TechBalt.com, Disruptmeister.com. Unbelievable show. Some people are saying it's one of the top three This Week in Bitcoin shows ever. Stefan Levera was on. Oh, it was a wild, wacky time. It went over an hour. You will learn about gold and hold and why Bitcoin is better and all sorts of stuff. So uh, check it out. And of course, check out all my podcasts at sportsmeister.com. Follow me on Twitter at Tech Vault, techbalt. T E C H B A L T. This shirt says Satoshi on it. You can get shirts like this. Satoshi Nakamoto. Uh, link to below. Uh, And yes, you can ask questions this show. I see Vention is in the chat. I'm going to talk about you quite a bit, Vention, in about a minute. So hang on. Uh, Because this is the Beyond Bitcoin show. We're going to go beyond Bitcoin. So you guys can ask me Bitcoin questions. You can ask me Beyond Bitcoin questions too. That would be nice. I'm going to be speaking in Long Beach, California on Thursday. Information about that is linked to below. I'm looking forward to meeting some of you that are long-term watchers. It's going to be a lot of fun, 7 p.m., and uh, you'll get to see that this wild, wacky guy you see on the internet is exactly the same in person. All right. So uh, I, I noticed, even though this is the Beyond Bitcoin show, I'll start off with Bitcoin. I, I, Shabbat ended and I, I checked the internet and I see, oh, well, look at that Bitcoin price there. And it just made me think it's surging again. This has been happening at night lately. And if you, were, if you wanted to, people were why is the price rising out of why? Well, less people, more people think, well, they can sell it for more later. People want it. And so if you want to, if you were smart and you wanted to buy it, when would you buy it? You'd, you'd probably buy it on a Saturday night around midnight on the East Coast. That would be a time to do it. Or you would just do it at night when it's night on the East Coast. Again, people are, well, are you're biased for America. You know, I'm a realist. Most people buying Bitcoin are in America, right? Okay, most of the action is in, Bic- is in America, probably on the East Coast, probably some in Silicon Valley, but whatever. So, hey, what, is this a coincidence that all these surges go on at night? I don't know. I don't care. But there's a theory for you right there, and I just wanted to start to show with that. Um, but, yeah, if you – hey, if, if you were some person and you didn't have – access to this legendary OTC market and you had to buy it on exchanges, you would do it at nighttime on, on the East coast. And, and such buys would start triggering other people to buy and what we've been seeing, but Hey, you know what? Bear market, we hit our low 3,100 was the low. We've been through this before watch Friday's show. So let's now talk about health. Let's talk about something, a new health technique of mine. Before we get into fasting, which is a old te- it's something I still do, of course, and been doing for a while, cold showers. Oh my God, I've been do- I've been you know after I work out now, I've been jumping in the shower. I just turn that thing on without the heat. You put that on your spine. Oh man, that wakes you up. You put that on your. It wakes you up, okay, but it really wakes you up more when it hits your spine than than down there. It has an effect when it hits you down there, but man, you're just. Hit you but then over time, I've gotten used to it. Now I've been doing this since uh, the end of my stay in Baltimore, okay. Now I've read some things about this. It gets the blood flowing, gets the heart moving faster, it gets rid of some type of fat on people. I don't know. It's healthy. I can tell. I can tell it's good. I feel very invigorated after doing it, and this is after I work out. I mean, I've been doing it more than once now a day. It's been, uh, it's been great. Now I do want to add, I do want to add this. I have been doing a variation of cold showers for quite some time. I, I think for the last, since the early part of this decade, at the very least, I can't remember how long I've been doing this for now. I only wash my hair with cold water. And the reason I do that is to preserve my hair. So my hair won't fall out um, like uh, my father lost his hair. At, I mean, p- pretty early age and stuff. I have uh, many male relatives that lost their and, and and you know and sometimes you just can't stop it, guys. Okay, but if you think about it, if you're always washing your hair with warm, wetter, w- water, it will dry your scalp out at the very least, and that could damage your hair. So for many years, many years, I had been washing my hair just with cold water. Water, but that's not the same as like. Uh, your whole naked body in there with cold water running on it. And when I, you know, I only get it wet for a little bit. And then I, you know, put the baking soda in and everything again, only natural products. And I have been able to preserve my hair uh, pretty well. I mean, that could be diet. It could just be my genetic makeup, but I I don't think it's hurt. It hasn't hurt my hair, um, eating healthy and washing it with baking soda and uh, just washing it in cold water. I, I mean, I could have gotten some, uh, uh, genetics from my mother's side of the family uh, her father didn't uh, his he kept his hair pretty pretty nicely i guess similar similar to mine so maybe that's it but whatever dudes cold enough with the hair stuff okay first of all again don't take that propecia i have said that many many times it, ma- it makes your body think you're uh you're hermaphrodite it, it, it's it's not good i've heard nightmare stories about about guys their uh testosterone levels going down horribly and becoming very depressed and being very depressed is worse than losing your hair again i know a lot of young guys value their wealth in women and thus they think if they lose their hair they're not gonna get any women there are plenty of women out there that don't care about hair trust me try i i have spoken to hot women who just like you know i i like bald men i don't even notice hair blah blah, blah. you you hear the stuff you see on the internet that scares you is superficial stuff okay now again now again Obviously, I thought in that manner. I, I I was worried about that. I want that there's no doubt about it. I did not want to lose my hair. I did I did value my wealth in women. And that is just something that young guys go through. I mean, it is, I understand why some people think like that, but hey, washing in cold wash your whole body in cold water, uh, for to extend who knows? That's that's much better for long-term outlook than you know. Other, don't value your wealth in women. I know it's hard. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. That is the theme here. Always been the theme. Pound that like button. The Having Show. He he's uh I guess he's in Norway uh, because he sends me uh 20 Norwegian kroner and I you know what I loved. I was in Norway a year ago. I was in Bergen at this time uh, last year. I believe it was Preakness Day. I was there by yeah. Anyway, uh, he says new video. 0.28 Bitcoin. Share it with people you love. Okay, so go to the Having Shows channel. Looking up him, up the Having Show. I'll try to link to him in a second. All right. So, uh, what else do we have here? Okay, so Vention. Vention is in the chat. It's always good to see Vention here. Now we're, we're not going to go over his whole situation, but he does have uh, he has cancer, and he he is trying out all sorts of different techniques. Okay, he doesn't want to get the chemo. And he's, he's changed his lifestyle totally, gotten healthy, um, gotten rid of sugars and just, just gotten rid of the bad things. He's lost a lot of weight, and it's great. And there are people on his channel saying, oh, my God, Vention, Vention, uh, you've got to take this seriously. you got to take this seriously. you got to get chemo, this, that, and the other. Now, again, you can see the way people grow up in America and in the Western world where you, you can understand where they're coming from. They're, they're worried about Vention. He's, he's not going to get chemo right away at least and they think that he's, he could die suddenly, okay? And again, I understand their fears, and um, you know what, G- he, he is comfortable with what he is doing here, okay? But then I think there are some people that are saying, hey, Benchin, you gotta get serious about some other aspects of it. Because it, it, to me, it's eventually it, is trying like a mix and match of a lot of different things here. A lot of, he's, he's experimenting and that's good. Now, there's only a certain amount of time you have to experiment. Okay. There's only a certain amount. I I think some people are worried that he doesn't have that much time to experiment. Now, now I want to add a little bit here. So convention, one of the things he wanted to do was, um, fasting was fancy. Now intermittent fasting is great. Intermittent fasting is great. If you want to be a healthy person, I have done it for 22 hours every single day. Um, well, since 2013, it's been 20 hours and eventually morphed into 22 hours every single day. And it's been great for me. It's been great for me. Now, is that going to fix your cancer? No, it is not going to fix your cancer. I, I, I've never read anything that intermittent, that intermittent fasting will fix, will do anything to your cancer. Um, it'll make you a healthier person, but you're, you're still going to have the cancer. Um, I, I link to a video that I think everyone should watch. If, If you know someone with cancer, if you have cancer, If you're worried about getting cancer, I have mentioned this man before, Dr. Thomas Seyfried. He is the one who introduced me to longer fasting. Okay. More more than 24 hours, basically more than three days. Um, and if you're going to watch any part of this video, watch at the hour and two minute and 30 second mark. I, again, it's linked to below. He said, he says, um, well, one of the things he says is that at, at least try a five day fast if you're trying to fix if you're trying to attack your cancer. And, and and I think he recommends seven days. Okay. There are people out there that say three days, five days. It restarts your immune system. Okay. Now that's that's different than killing your cancer. Restarting restarting your immune system and killing your cancer are different things. Now it is great to restart your immune system. I do two at least two 72-hour fasts every year my record is 120 hours that is five days now he was in the video dr thomas Seyfried, who is very much into fasting as a cure of cancer as and again like seven day fasting and he even admits it's hard for him to do he said if i had cancer i would stop eating and then maintain ketosis for a while just maintain ketosis with a high fat healthy diet um uh, this theory can help us take control of cancer via tactics such as yearly or more frequent seven-day water fast. Okay, so the man behind fasting research says the first thing he would do if he found that he has cancer was fast. That is also the first thing I would do if I went to the, if somehow I found out I had cancer. I would immediately, immediately stop eating immediately for at least seven days. There wouldn't be an if-ands or buts about it, and it you there are no shortcuts to it there are no shortcuts so, so something that i invention has mentioned is that you know he'll take a he'll do a, a something a, a bulletproof coffee and there'll be something else, and then he'll continue the fast that's not it that's not it you to do a fast and this is not a ripple invention this is not a rip on anyone i'm just telling everyone you get results from this stuff with conviction there are no shortcuts it is total conviction you cannot eat a thing during the fast. It's not, it, there is no break during the fast. It must be continuous But if you eat something, it restarts everything. And it's just like you didn't, if that's it, if it's after three days, that's it. And then if you start fasting again, you start a new fast. There is no, there's no magic shortcut. It, you must do it to the end. A water fast. Again, you could drink water, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but, uh, Again, I, I just want to stress that to everyone. because a lot of people like have these like variations on their fast. I had some, this, I had some, that you don't put a thing in your body, but water period, period. If you're suffering or whatever, you know, it's working. Basically you just drink water. That's the only thing you can do. There are no breaks because it's a total waste of your time. If you're doing a seven day fast and you eat after three days and then you eat after two more days and you eat after one more day, that's not, I mean, you'll be healthier but we're talking about people with cancer here okay and, and 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 so you don't really want to waste 7 days you don't want to waste some of these you want to do it as hardcore as possible when everything i do is hardcore okay so when you are trying to fix something that is as serious as cancer or maybe some other health issue you cannot take a, any shortcut if you even fathom that you know maybe this is a shortcut don't do it do not do it at all just do the most hardcore way of doing it okay and that is just water the whole time for a, fast, for a fast, Because again, you hear these people like, oh yeah, I did a fast for five days and I drank this water juice and this orange juice. And it's nonsense. If you're a fruit juice, during a, I mean, that's sugar in your body. I mean, that's just defeating the entire purpose of it. Now, I mean, I'm, so I'm, I'm tossing this out there because it is hard to do. You read a lot of people saying they fasted. They didn't even fast. That's how hard this is to do that. Even some of the people that say they fast, didn't really fast. They were putting stuff in their, their water. They were, they, their body, you're giving your digestive system a complete break. Your body is not digesting anything so that your body can work on other parts of your, your immune system, whatever can fix other parts of your body. Imagine that you don't, if you, you are eating all the time, people, if you give your body a break to work on other things in, in your body, imagine what it can do. It, as, a, as a healing, the body can heal itself, but if it's too busy digesting, it it's going to default to digest first, okay? So if you eat anything, it's immediately going to switch to worrying about digestion again instead of worrying about fixing some very important things in you. So this is a, a serious way of looking at it, but, again, look at, watch this guy, Thomas Seyfried. Watch the whole video. It is going to inspire you about fasting and not just if you have cancer, but just, just maintaining a – uh, a re- regular health. Okay. So we've got another, so yeah, pound that like button and RA 808 says Bitcoin Meister. If women were sufficiently cheap, would you buy one? If so, what's your magic number? Uh, but I buy one. No, I, I don't have to, <laughs> I don't, I've never had to buy one. <laughs> They're always free. Why would I pay for something that I get for free? Pound that like button. They are pretty cheap. I mean, you can get women without without buying them um what i what i would like to have and i I've, I've said this before i would like to have a son i would like to have a son but i would not like to get married at this at this point definitely i've, re- I've had women around me for the majority of my life uh I, I, my my adult life I, I had girlfriends i've had this i've had g- going from girl to girl and it really takes up a lot of time and it can be very distractive distracting and you know, it's it's fun to have intercourse. Oh, it is fun. I'm mean, I'm not gonna lie, but it really isn't that great <laughs> in, in the in the larger perspective of things. If you've already experienced it plenty of times, um, you can be you could satisfy yourself and have a lot of free time, have a lot of free money. Um, but so yeah, it, I think in the future, as I become older and 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 much and much less attractive physically, I mean, because you know, I, I would be willing to pay a woman. To have my child and then i would have the child though like that that i would be willing to do something like that but not to pay for the company of a woman no never never but you know and you know that there's some ethical things that go into this you'll know, pay a woman to have your son and then own, oh, and then the son is yours and then what's she is she gonna want the son and this that and the other doesn't the son need a mother these are things to think about these are things to think about but so yeah i i would pay a woman um to, to, to have my uh, son, yeah. That, that. And so we might get the technology in the future where you could be sure that she's gonna have a son for you and who knows? So in that sense, yeah, I, would, I would like to have a son one day. That is, that is something I have, I have not denied, but I don't, I, I, the way marriage is today, I don't wanna be around, the, like I guess I'd be willing to, you know, be uh, officially married, but where she couldn't take my assets and where she, I wouldn't have to see her at all or hardly at all. And where she wouldn't say, you know, you have to, and where I wouldn't have to go to social events with the woman and everything like that. And again, I, where there'd be no commitments in terms of uh, just the ridiculous stuff that marriage brings, but you know, I'd be happy to help her raise the kid and stuff like that. And if it, if it, if it involved paying her a large sum of money, then that's great. I'd get my son and she would get the glory of uh being Adam Meister's wife and having my money and having nice things, I would get her nice things and stuff. I guess if she wanted nice things. I mean, I am, you know, by the time I'm sixty years old, I'm going to be, yeah. I mean, the way Bitcoin's going, I'll be incredibly wealthy. I, I assume, and uh, so yeah. I, I mean, th- there's a give and a take there, but at this point, for the to pay for the company of a woman, no, never, 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 never. never. To, to pay a woman to have my son, um, yeah, I, I would. That that I would uh, definitely do. Yeah, that I would do. So I mean, I know that sounds a some people don't get that Then You know, every, everyone's a little different, whatever. All right. So, um, Vention sent five bucks. Thank you, dude. He says a great way to make fasting easier is to go low carb first and get used to it then. Yeah, well, that is true. Then after a couple of weeks of that, do the fast and it's way easier. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 yeah. Because there are a lot of people that are hooked on sugar. There are a lot of people who are just addicted to that high that they get. So, um, yeah, I, I can if someone wants to ease their way into having a long-term fast, then um, yeah, you know, go go low carb, then go uh, go intermittent fasting and then go have a long fast. Um but again, I mean, eventually if eventually you're taking this very calm, you got a great attitude. Again, me personally and Dr. Seafried, if we found out we had cancer, first thing we do is just drop food immediately. I mean, I would just stop eating immediately immediately and just start the experimentation right then and there for that first seven day fast would be just like that but again not i guess not everybody can do that etc um i i i mean i i am an advanced faster at this point so it's easy for me to say all this stuff too so what are we going to say all right okay now here's a person that says try zevia drinks they are a good alternative to pop zero calories with stevia i mean what why don't you just drink water instead of something with chemical? I, I I don't get. I've only drank water since uh, 2014. That's the only thing I've had to drink. I, I don't I don't know why. I don't I don't understand the concept of drinks anymore. I, I really don't. I, I don't. I don't see the benefit of, of them at all because they got sugary alternatives. Sugar. This this. I, I don't know. Again, if you're drinking Zevia when you're fasting, you're not really fasting. I'm sorry. You're not. You're not. I I, I don't. I it's not. It's not pure water, it's some chemical. Your body's gonna have to deal with that chemical in, in some way instead of focusing on healing other parts of the body. It's just, it's a shortcut, it's a total shortcut. You gotta go, you gotta go hard. Now again, if you just, if you like, uh, if you like to just, if you're not trying to fast or whatever and you're addicted to soda and this, and I guess that might be an alternative to wean yourself off these other things, but uh, all right. All right, Mike Stone said, too much information, dude. No, no, it's not too much information. If I told you the size of my forearm, that would be too, probably too much information. Or if I showed you the hair on my backside. I, I mean, there are guys out there who are, are going to be wealthy dudes who, who can, you know, you don't have to go the traditional way of life, get married, do X, Y, and Z. You, there's a lot, there's freedom out there. I mean, and if you don't mind, I mean, Again, you might want to fit into normal society and just you think that's, you know, what I'm talking about is too much information. And yet for people in normal society, some of the stuff I'm saying, like, oh, he can't be, he can't be in my. But this is the Bitcoin overlay. This is the Bitcoin. So I can say whatever the heck I want to say. It doesn't matter. I can create, I've got wealth. I can create my own path. I can go my own way. And if women don't like that, that's great. There are going to be some women that would be really happy to do what I said. And of course, the big thing that I forgot to say in that I have to have a jewish son so it has to be a jewish woman that is the big thing here <laughs> and that is a huge thing huge thing that's what i should have said i have to have a it has to be a jewish woman that, that would have my child It just no i would never ever 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 not not i would never conceive a, a child with a son. i would never it would i i would be destroyed my life would be over if i had a a child that was not jewish it would just i i couldn't i, I wouldn't be able to go on i don't know I can't even explain to you what it would mean to me personally, just, and then and, and we're not going to get into all that stuff right now, but, uh, no, it would have to be a Jewish woman. So, uh, no artificial sweeteners while fasting eventually over time will produce insulin response. No artificial sweeteners while fasting, eventually over time. That's what R a 803 G says. Um, just, dude, I, I, I don't think I, <laughs> fasting, just water. Just water. There's plenty, plenty of people who do it. Don't, don't worry about artificial sweeteners, et cetera, et cetera. Just, just water. Your, your, your body is, is killing stuff. It's, it's eating itself by giving it nothing, giving it nothing. It is eating itself. It's eating some nasty things in there. It's taking care of some, uh, some nastiness. All right. So, anything without sugar, no, no, it's, it's, so anything without sugar like bulletproof coffee is permitted during fasting. No, it's not, it's not. Dude, why would, if you're trying, if you're going to die of cancer, okay, and you're trying to fix cancer, why do you care if you're having taste in your mouth? Dude, it's the end. If you die, that's it. It's over, dude. Why? care you know why argue these points like it's fine to have some stevia in there it's fine to have xyz added in there it's fine you're still fasting when you're adding something add nothing you're going to die you're going to die if you don't kill the cancer well, why 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 these shortcuts and stuff i don't i don't get it watch thomas Seafried. he does well oh you can mix this stevia stuff in there and you'll be fine yeah your cancer will still die of course no why? Why you tried this? Why? I, I don't. I don't understand. I, I. I don't get it. And I. I mean, it's it's nice to be comfortable, but when you're going to die, you better try. You, you better get as hardcore as you can get. Get as hardcore as you can get. All right. So, uh, moving on. No more fasting here. Uh, college board will use an undisclosed set of metrics to classify all takers of the SAT along a scale of privilege or disadvantage called the adversity score. So, okay, now you're going to take the SAT. You're still into that college thing. You're a kid. You want to get into college. And now they're they're going to add the adversity score. So if you're from a minority group, you'll get a higher score. They're not even hiding it anymore. They're not even hiding it anymore, okay? And so there are going to be some kids out there that are just going to be like, this is it, man. Why do I even want to get into college anymore? Why do I want to do this if the whole game is rigged? So I mean, they can do this. It's, it's the free market. I mean, it's the free world. Let them do what they're going to do. If you want to still play the college game and be discriminated against uh, and have your, you know, if you come from a wealthy white family and you're not going to get, a, you're not going to get bonus points, then whatever, you can deal with it. I mean, that's it. You, if you want to still play that game, you can still play that game. That's that's your thing. But. A lot of people are just going to be like, I'm out of this game. I'm out of this game. And in my, this type of – this is so outrageous, this adversity score. that This really might – we might start seeing alternatives to college pop up, like online education and um, just, just ways of – I mean, new, new paths. Again, this, this show, Beyond Bitcoin, we're about discussing new paths. Thinking non-traditional ways. So I hope this inspires some online educators to say, hey, you don't want to deal with the adversity score. Come to my online college. I'll teach you everything you need to know to be successful in life and Bitcoin, blah, 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 blah. Uh, But again, it is hard for 17-year-olds and 18-year-olds and 19-year-olds to not fit in and not go this traditional college route. But hey, maybe this is the spark that'll uh, start something. Now, I do want to say something. If you are just so into going into college, and you just want to party and go and, and do what all the 18-year-olds, or 22-year-olds do. Um, but you don't want to pay or you, you want – maybe you're not that smart or you don't want to work that hard. But you're an athlete, let's say. And maybe if you're a minority athlete too, there's a lot of minority athletes. They think, well, oh, basketball and football, man, that's the key, man. That's the key to getting me into college, and then I'm going to be successful, blah, blah, blah. And then, and just because you get in college doesn't mean you're going to be successful. It does, you know, if you are good at basketball, and football, you are going to get into college. You'll get that college experience, whatever that means. Now, again, football is going to be a thing of the past soon. Um, for all the minority people that are in football right now, and you should be looking what the white parents are doing now. They're not letting their kids play football anymore because they don't want their kids' brains to be injured. So. In, you know, 30 years, if you've got brain damage, don't, don't it's no one's fault, but yours, you are playing football, the, the, the white kids are already starting not to play football, okay, um, because the parents are saying no. So, I mean, if you are a minority person, any person, this football thing is a serious thing. You get concussions. It, it seems like now it's being proven that over time, it's not very good for your health and your intelligence. But still, there, there are other sports, basketball, yeah, know, that's, that's fine to play, but there's a lot of competition in the basketball. If you're a minority athlete, if you're a white athlete, if you're whatever, here's your. if you want to go to a good college, get a scholarship, play lacrosse. Seriously, play lacrosse. It'll get you into all the good schools. You can go to Penn. You can go to North Carolina. You can go to Maryland for free, for free. And there's not that many kids that play lacrosse now. It's a growing – it's the thing in the future. So, again, I'm not saying to be an athlete. I'm not saying that you need to go to college, but there's some people who like those type of things. Stop playing football. Play lacrosse. And right now, lacrosse is most – way overwhelmingly white so they're uh, uh, the, the the black kids should I, I would say if you're a black kid uh, don't play football play uh play lacrosse and uh, be awesome at it if you can be awesome at it and you then you'll be able to go to some really good schools and if that's the thing you want to do and, and have a fun time at those really good schools but lacrosse is uh definitely a, a way into these colleges that a lot of people don't think of you know if you're a son if you're a dad and you like to play sports with your kid and you want to live vicariously through your kid. Get him to play lacrosse instead of basketball and uh, and uh, and football. It, I think it increases odds of getting into college. You uh, know, if he values his wife and if his values values his wealth in women, also uh, getting lacrosse always seemed to be a way uh, to get uh, some of those private school ladies. If you're into that thing, now I'm not saying to be into that thing. You probably shouldn't be into those things. Being the big point. All right. Uh, but seriously, about the football head injuries, yeah, go for lacrosse over that. Pound that like button. Uh, what do we have here? Oh, yeah, this is from uh, Jeff Vandrew, who's been on my show before. These rage quits over the Game of Thrones finale or whatever are ludicrous. Don't let AT and Time Warner corp, corp, control your emotions to point where it can literally, to the point where it can literally upset you. I watch TV although not Game of Thrones. So I'm not even moralizing as some anti-TV guy here. Well, Jeff, Van Drew, thank you very much. Yes, the people are taking this Game of Thrones thing way too seriously. I've never watched it. I have no idea what goes on, on it. Don't let at and Time Warner Corp control your emotions to the point where you where you literally uh where it literally upsets you think of it that way people if you're if you're getting too much into any tv show you are letting at&t time warner corp or some other corp control your emotions and that is freaking scary all right uh, and by the way how many people know about what's going on in game of thrones and how many people know about bitcoin there are so many more people uh that know about game of thrones than and, and are totally clueless about Bitcoin. And again, it's personal responsibility as a new counterculture. You can sit there like a vegetable watch Game of Thrones, or you can be proactive and learn about Bitcoin. And yeah, you'll, you'll, it's out there. Everything is out there for you. Um, Robert Hardebeck said, bought some more on the dip. Feeling good. Great, Robert. And thank you for the $10, dude. Thank you for all the support, man. Great stuff. Um, so I'll talk about this Joe Rogan thing next time there's a little there's a little sneak peek for everyone uh preakness so today was the preakness horse race in my hometown of baltimore um and it it, it, it there have been issues the, the preakness is probably going to move from baltimore which is sad in a way um it's a huge tradition what 100, 140 years or something like that uh and it's all part of you know baltimore is in is Baltimore gonna end up the first major city in the USA that hits like end stage where it's like to- but right now Baltimore is being held hostage by uh, a hacker who is basically wants a lot of Bitcoin, 13 Bitcoin to release uh, Baltimore city's computers and, and phone systems. And it's just Baltimore city government is totally, it's, it's not really functional anymore. And there's a lot of problems on the streets of Baltimore. And it's almost to a point of anarchy on, on a certain level. And it, there's a lot of opportunity there, I think. And I'm going to talk about that on future Bitcoin shows. But I, I'm just putting that question out there now, like, is Baltimore going to be the first end stage U.S. city? Now, some people are like, well, maybe Detroit is already there. I don't know. Maybe Baltimore is ahead of it now. I, I don't know. I, I haven't been to Detroit in six years. And uh, I actually, again, the, the story is last time I was in Detroit was like the day before I bought Bitcoin was in November of, for the first time. November of 2013, I was in Detroit and then I came back to Baltimore and I bought Bitcoin because I didn't want to buy it at the place I was staying at in Detroit. <laughs> That's a very interesting story upon to itself. So uh, now, so yeah, Preakness is today and I'll just share a story of my youth, uh, how wild the, the Preakness used to be. They, there'd be a big party on the infield. There still is, but it's totally corporate now. And in, in the neighborhood, which is one side of Pimlico is in a very bad neighborhood. One side is okay. So if you know where to park in the okay neighborhood, you're good. But still, you encounter all the kids with the shopping carts pushing your beer, at least back then. So people would bring so much beer into the Preetness. It would be unbelievable. So as a 17-year-old, I went to the Okay, So obviously, you're too young to gamble. But still, they would let you in. It didn't matter back then. It was crazy. And of course, you're too young to drink. But you would probably drink a beer or something. I don't think I drank at Preetness. Anyway, but one thing I would do... That would show that would, uh, I guess, foreshadow other aspects of my life <laughs> in terms of savings, in terms of not buying what you can get for free. People would get so drunk at the Preakness, so so drunk besides, you know, showing their tops. And that was nice to see as, as a youth and everything. Um, they were so drunk that they, they couldn't take all their beer with them. They would just leave so much beer there. So you could come to Preakness with no beer and leave with, like, 20 beers and be 17 years old. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, definitely when I was under 21, I definitely left Freakness with more beers than I came with. Um, so, yeah, that's a little foreshadow into the, into the rest of my life. Always uh, always making a profit, I guess. <laughs> okay, And not buying something that you can get for free, Uh and you could get a pre- just woo, you could get a lot of beer for free. So that that's my little Preetness story for today. And, again, there's all, obviously there's 11 horse races that day or 12 horse races, and one of them is the huge triple crown preness race. Hardly anyone in the infield is paying attention, though. And uh, some are gambling, and gambling is not good. Um, and, and then when you get a bunch of drunks gambling, well, Pimlico does pretty well with that. Pretty well. All right, Janyat Janyat Bandari has a uh, – and it it is sad in a way that probably after twenty twenty, I mean it has changed over the years. The preness, it, it it will go. I mean life goes on though. Baltimore, get into Bitcoin instead of worrying about preness. How about that? How that's a positive spin. Turn Pimlico into a Bitcoin centric living facility. I don't know. Baltimore's reached its end stage. So why not get into crypto and Bitcoin now? Why not? Why not? All right. So giant. Hey, but let me add something. Even though Baltimore City is a total – it's a it's a basket case. The, the suburbs are pretty normal. I mean, there's issues in the suburbs too. But uh, just like Detroit has a lot of nice suburbs, Baltimore has a lot of nice suburbs. And, uh, and, again, just like Detroit, it's not just white flight. There's black flight too. There are black suburbs in Detroit. There are black suburbs in Baltimore. It's, it's just everybody tries to get out of Baltimore, everybody. Um, so Gian Bandari says uh, – that India, he's, he's got a new uh, article about India. I read it, Jayant is from India. Originally, he is hardcore, like really honest about about uh, India. For those of you who uh, like Jayant's articles, he, he is a good guy at heart. He sounds pretty brutal in some of the things that he says, um, but he is a guy, uh, he's a numbers guy. So check that out. Unfortunately, Jayant never got into Bitcoin. I've been telling him about it for a while. He's still in that gold realm. So not everyone is uh, – he's not perfect <laughs> to say the least. All right. Uh, here's a video, and this uh, this is from Economic Invincibility, and it, it goes to what I was talking about before You know, fitting in is overrated. He says, if you break from the pack, be ready for people not to understand you and for them to shame you. Okay, so be ready for that. The, and he calls the video The Importance of Not Caring. Uh, and don't live vicariously uh, through others. And yeah, it's a good video. He, his videos aren't all great. Some are, are better than others. So again, I, I give him the benefit of the doubt on this one. This You can learn from this one. So yeah, if you're going to break from the pack, fitting in is overrated. Be ready not to fit in. Be ready for people to shame you. And again, you don't have to break from the pack. You can live vicariously through other people, but it, I, trust me, it's awesome to break, break from the pack go your own way. Don't live through people like me. Don't, don't be like, oh, that Meister is great. He's doing XYZ. He's buying Bitcoin. He's traveling all around. You do it too, dude. You do it too. You don't have to fit in. Don't. Freedom is awesome. So again, I'll, I'll go to a Stefan Molyneux quote that I haven't said for a while. Live by principle, not by popularity. And individualism is the achievement. Collectivism is the default. Uh, yeah, so it's easy to be an 80%er. It's not easy to be a 20%er, but it is well worth it. Uh, I came up with something called the Bitcoin Society. I'd love to, to form like a social group online. What do you guys think about this? Where everyone just who's in this society, like an informal uh, gathering, just like I'm part of the Bitcoin society. I believe in personal responsibility, the furrow of gratification Where, and the people you have a message board or some groups. And just the rules are you don't blame anyone. There's no scapegoating, um, and uh, it's just a and it's a way for DeBank people to form a network and the uh, DeBank network. It's connecting the financial rebels and the thought rebels. Again, because there are all these people that are saying I can't survive without YouTube, I can't survive without Bank of America, I can't survive without X, Y, and Z. Well, how about why don't you all get together, form a, like a Bitcoin society, a group? A group that's centered around Bitcoin and personal responsibility and not having to rely on these mega corporations and following the rules of YouTube and Facebook. And you, you guys network between yourselves and, and create your own businesses. Be a, a financial rebel, a thought rebel. And by the way, are, is there anyone out there that's been debanked that you guys know of that you would like to see on my show? I would interview them on this show because this is the Beyond Bitcoin show. They can say why they were debanked, and maybe now they've got a Bitcoin address, you can contribute to their cause, et cetera, et cetera. Hey, there we go. I I would like to form some – sort. I mean, there's only so much time in the day. I don't know how much time I have to form the Bitcoin Society, but I like that. Uh, Something I missed last Saturday, right when I was leaving Baltimore, someone told me, He's like, did you hear about the no hitter, Adam? What about that? I'm like, no hitter. There was no hitter this week. And sure enough, there was a no hitter last week. Mike Fires of the Oakland A's threw a no hitter. And I had no idea. And this is quite a change in my life. I don't know the last time I didn't know there was a no hitter. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm up on baseball, it's something that's always been around me. I had no idea. So that shows that I have been focused, I, I, I'm moving away from that kind of distraction. Now, again, everyone can have their own hobbies and little distractions, but I consider it a positive that I had no idea that there was a no-hitter, uh, that, that Mike Fires uh, that was the first no-hitter this year thrown. I had no idea it even happened. None at all. Very weird. And that, that also might be a statement about ESPN.com, because I do try to check ESPN.com once a day. They are so fixated on appealing to minorities now, and they don't think minorities care about baseball, so the stuff they have on their uh on their front page is like it's a bunch of not it's stuff it doesn't mention baseball let, let, let's put it that way there's a lot of social justice stuff on there now so it could it, that could be a statement about uh espn they just don't care about uh, they don't care about hockey not that i really care about hockey but they don't care about hockey and baseball as much as football and nba my god it's ridiculous um anyway but hey you shouldn't really care about sports that much anyway uh, and you know, checking ESPN.com every day, maybe that's a total waste of time. Although I just try to do it for like you know, what thirty seconds or something like that. Uh, but don't uh, be obsessed about the NFL. People, don't make it your life. Don't live vicariously through that stuff. All right. Again, follow me on Twitter, Techball T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. I'll steam it at Bitcoinmeister. All right. The reaction of the government of New Zealand following the attack in Christchurch says a lot about the condition of Western civilization. Thousands of people in New Zealand now get home visits for police from police because they've criticized New Zealand immigration policy on social media. And there's a quote from a, a Twitter, a tweet, and there's a video of a guy being visited by the New, by the new Zealand police because of statements he made on social media. Unbelievable. Now New Zealand is this beautiful free country. It's a very safe country. I was there in 2015, when it turned 2016, I was there. I loved Auckland, but this is insane. This is like big brother. I mean, the guy says something on social media. You, you can't speak about immigration. And you get a visit from the police that it's shocking. But the dude, the video is out there. It is below. All right. It feels like I skipped something. Hopefully I didn't. Thanks for the questions, dude. Dudes, we will be back to regular Bitcoin stuff tomorrow, Sunday. It'll be Sunday night probably. At least on the East Coast, it'll be Sunday night. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. This disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like this video, share this video. Check out the links below. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Click on those squares. Satoshi Nakamoto. I will say hi to you guys in the chat now. Bye.